Hello, welcome to the Digital Prosperity Podcast with me, Will Williamson, and David Roberts. Hi, Dave, how are you? Good, Will, good, good. How are you? You're very cheerful today. Will, you must be looking forward to these podcasts. Yeah, well, I'm normally trying to be as miserable as, yeah, yeah, no, as possible. Yeah, that's what I've got to point to. Uh, yeah, that's my natural personality normally. But uh, yeah, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. Um, uh, how was the injury? Yeah, yeah, yeah. For those that don't know, well, yeah. Uh, decided to come out of retirement playing a bit of football and uh, these old legs aren't as strong as they used to be Will so yeah say. the the JDR five aside <laughs> was not was not an inspiring no, display no, of no. football prowess was it <laughs> uh, it was <laughs> so, uh, well thank you for asking Will it's on the bed good I'm glad to hear it I'm glad to hear it um so today we are talking about the common problems with marketing and also sales a little bit for business owners. Yes, we are. We feel that um, if you're a business owner and you've got um, marketing intention or you've got marketing uh, in your business as a function right now, this is a must listen to this podcast because um, there is a lot of confusion over what to do, when to do it, mm. how to do it, who does it for you, do you recruit, do you outsource, etc., etc.? Yeah. So uh, we've been working with small and medium-sized business owners for eighteen years. Eighteen years uh, now, um, and we're very proud of that. By the way, very proud. How over the years, not found, I've not met many people that have really nailed their marketing. No. You do to come across some, but it's yeah, it's a, it's a small percentage. So as you're listening to this. Mm-hmm. There's a pretty good chance that some of these problems apply to you. Yeah. If not all. Yeah. But there'll be at least three, I guarantee. All right. Well, see. see. There's mine. In the comments, if you go, you tick every one of these, please let us know because we need to talk to you. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And also, if you tick none of these... Uh, then also get in touch because we'd like to talk to you as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Good point, Will. <laughs> I've got this injury to pay for. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, right. So uh, first thing, marketing is not easy for uh, uh, most business owners. Don't come from a marketing background. No, um, it is a profession. It is you know in a, in large organisations they will have whole departments dedicated to marketing run by marketing directors or CMOs who've spent their entire life mm-hmm. studying marketing mm-hmm. at university, uh, you know, professional qualifications, mm-hmm. um, and will have years and years and years of experience in developing marketing strategies. Your average business owner has no experience at all. No. And if you was to listen to a billionaire like Alan Sugar, mm-hmm. when you talk to him about advertising and marketing, um, and he says this all the time on The Apprentice, is that if he knew what would work and wouldn't work, yes, he would be God. Yeah. In other words, you just have to do it. You have to invest and keep investing until you hit that ream of gold. Yeah. So if someone like Alan Sugar, with all the companies he's had and all the marketing people he's had working for him over the years. If he hasn't got it figured out. What chance have we all got? Yeah, every series of Apprentice is always a big marketing section because he Mm -hmm. understands that it's vital part of the business Mm -hmm. that needs 
to Apple. Yeah. Yeah. You know, marketing is uh, the engine room for the future growth of your business. You know, mm-hmm. what drives growth ultimately. So the which brings us on nicely to the first problem, and this mm-hmm. is possibly the biggest because uh, some people listening to this might think. I've got marketing sorted. I just don't do any. (laughs) (laughs) I just rely on my word of mouth. Exactly. uh, And referrals and my existing customer base. Mm. Now, uh, if you are not investing in marketing, well, no, just anyone, anyone Mm. listening to this, one of the most common issues is people seeing marketing as an expense, not as an investment in the future of their business. That's right. You was to talk to a lot of accountants. Um, they don't value marketing. Mm-hmm. That's one of the one of the first things to go if a comp- company is in a little bit of a challenge what to be doing. They cut the marketing investment, they cut the sales investment. Yeah? Two areas that are critical to get you out of those challenges. So why is it that they feel that marketing is always something that you can save money on. And quite often it's because one of the reasons is because marketing takes time to um, influence a business in a way where it's generating leads or awareness because there's all sorts of different types of marketing out there depending on what you want to achieve. But if you're looking at the bottom line, i.e., the most important thing to you when you're putting your hard-earned money into marketing is that you see a return on investment. Well, that takes a little bit of time, and our business owner community tends to run out of patience quite often, not always, but quite often, before they start seeing the results of the marketing. Yeah. I, I think of it as business owners tend to have this mentality that marketing should pay for itself immediately correct and treat it a bit like a fruit machine yeah like you put your pound in yeah pull your pull the lever and you're expecting a jackpot straight away Mm. and if it doesn't do that it's failed that's right and and then on the other hand you've got business owners who absolutely know that marketing is an important function doesn't necessarily treat it like that but get impatient with the marketing department or the marketing person or marketing as a whole because in their eyes, they're not seeing the return. Mm-hmm. And, and that grows into frustration. So when somebody comes along and says, spends more in marketing, that, you know, that, that doesn't get the response that ordinarily it should get. Yeah. Now, don't get me wrong. I know there's lots of business out there, owners out there who don't fall into those categories, and that's fine. But if you are one of those business owners and you're listening to this podcast now, you can still get a lot of value from what we're about to say. Because amongst our list that we're going to run through today, as I said, um, there's going to be um, um, areas that absolutely you can relate to and you can hopefully... And take that on board and go on and improve the marketing in your business. Okay. But what we don't want you to do, and I want to be very clear about this, is in our um, experience, quite often marketing and sales get mixed up together, don't they? Yes. 
Yeah, so quite often we'll get sent a website, a marketing brief, sorry, not a website brief. Uh, so companies will approach us and say, we want some help with our marketing. Here's what we're looking for. And in the brief, it will be full of sales targets rather than marketing targets. Yeah. We want to achieve the following sales in the following areas and categories and achieve the following turnover. So, yeah, there is a blurring of the lines between say, what's sales and what's marketing, what marketing's role is and what sales' role. Yeah. Let me ask you, though, well, in your experience, you, you, um, you work with these business owners on a regular basis. Why is it that when approaching a marketing company, somebody would put in a sales brief? Is it because they just wanted to focus on what they want to get out of it? Mm-hmm. Or is it because they've totally not understood that you have to do the marketing first? Yeah, so there's an um, assumption sometimes that now our sales are fine. All we need is the leads. You just, you know, give us the ammunition and we'll, we'll do the rest. And so uh, all marketing has to do is get them in front of the right people. So um, often the, the business owners that have made that assumption, mm. actually their sales teams or sales forces aren't actually that effective with dealing with the types of leads that you generate from marketing. They're often very used to dealing with uh, leads that come through referrals and working with existing customers where they have a already a foot in the door, quite warm leads, and are not potentially as good at dealing with the, the kind of slightly more half-interested <laughs> types of uh, leads and inquiries that you can get when you start actively marketing and being proactive and don't necessarily opt kind of capture and convert every single opportunity as well as they could. So the challenge with giving a marketing company a series of sales targets is that the marketing company can only control the marketing activities, which will generate attention and interest and should generate leads. The marketing company's got no control or your marketing department or your marketing person, they've got no control over how effectively you convert those leads into customers. That's the role of the sales team. Yeah, which really leads on to a really strong point in my view, Will, is that even when companies have got a marketing department and they've got a sales department, quite often they're at each other's throats. Yes. The marketing department are generating leads. They hand them over to the sales department, sales department. But lots of these leads are rubbish. Yeah. And quite often the MD or the business owner, whoever it may be, is in the middle. Yep. And it's for quite often the reason that you just mentioned is that in this day and age now, in sales, you have to get used to a different kind of lead. Not every lead mm. comes into your business is going to be as you described, Will. Yeah. An, an element of trust and familiarity around it, yeah? You've got to have the skill sets to build that up. And that comes through marketing and sales working hand in hand together. Yeah. And there is, uh, and this is a bit, this is a bit harsh, but I think it's passing the buck. Mm-hmm. I think if you, if you say to a marketing person, marketing department, marketing company, we want you to get us the following sales. As a business owner, 
you are abdicating your role in it. You're saying, here's my target. You figure out a way to get it for me. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> you're a marketer or you're a salesperson. Yes. Get that done. Yes. That's what I'm paying you for. Yes. And what, fa- what factors into actually making those sales is how good the salespeople are, how effective the sales process is, how, what, how good a competitive advantage the product or service has against other people in the sector. Um, how the demand in the marketplace and the ebbs and flows of uh, of that, uh, as well as how effective the marketing is, yeah. it's one of several different yeah. uh, factors. And so, all that has to be invested in properly. Yes. So I make sure, as much as possible, the whole process, the whole system, as we would call it, is managed well, mm-hmm. and they've got the right tools. Yeah, and the website is set up for success. Yeah, because all those things you might have all those things, but you might a have the wrong ones, or b they're not all working together. Wouldn't you yeah. say, Will? Yeah, absolutely. So um, let's go on to marketing tactics because uh, that that ties into it very nicely. So the other the the, the a big problem with small business marketing is that you are shown or sent or called or emailed about various different marketing initiatives, things you should do. Website company says you should redesign your website. Pay-per-click agency said you need Google ads. You know, consultant on Facebook says you need to do Facebook ads. Uh, LinkedIn specialists say you need a LinkedIn strategy. And quite often business owners can get pulled from pillar to post a bit with this. And they'll try this and they'll try that. And they do stuff in isolation, expecting, uh, like we talked about, blurring sales and marketing. If I do these Facebook ads, I'm going to increase my sales. Whereas lots of things all need to happen together to actually increase sales. Yeah. And the business owner, I have sympathy for them, well, because when you're looking for um, the right marketing mix for your business, one that's going to succeed, um, you, you, if you haven't taken time to understand how marketing works for any business, you rely on the advice of another. Mm. So who do you start trusting to make sure that advice is correct? So then you have you know, stab in the dark with somebody who's approached you, mm-hmm. etc., etc. You think that's the person, they're going to take us forward. Um, for whatever reason, and it could be internal or externally, it doesn't work. It gives you a sour taste, doesn't it? Yeah. You you feel you've done what you needed to do to get this marketing to work, and you've just wasted a shitload of money. So normally, you start by blaming, right, that Facebook agency was no good, or that social media guy was no good. It was them. And then the... The worst part is when people get to, oh, no, marketing's no good. Mm. Marketing doesn't work. Yeah. I'll just rely on my on word of mouth. Yeah. And what they need to understand is, unless they work into a strategic overall plan, as boring as that may sound yep. to some of people. And it's consistent and you stick with it and you're persistent. And yeah, like you say, you keep going at it. Then, unless you're doing that. Then you, yeah, and what it, by having a plan though, 
more than anything. When you get approached, you have a better idea if this tactic mm. fits into your strategy. Yes. Or not. Yep. Yeah? And it's a tactic. Well, actually, I, I haven't got the expertise to fulfill that tactic in my business. Mm -hmm. So I will look at this in a favourable light mm -hmm. because it fits into my overall plan. Yeah. And we know within JDR, when we're working with somebody who has a plan, they get far more results mm -hmm. and a better return on investment because they're aligned with working strategically and tactically, not one without the other. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So this trying something here, trying something, it's just putting pounds in the jukebox. Yeah. Hoping to get a jackpot. Yeah. And, you know, the house always wins. So. And creating a, a fully functional blueprint marketing brand mm -hmm. isn't like getting the consultant in who brings, the, brings you a massive document that you go, oh, yeah, that was very good. Put it into a drawer and never see it again. Yes. Creating a, a plan, a marketing plan, um, can be done in half a day. It's, it's a lot of cases, two or three hours. Yeah. Yeah. If, if you work with someone who knows what they're doing. And hey, presto, you're off and running. Mm -hmm. it is, it's not the, um, as I would describe it, it's not the pain that a lot of business owners would consider it to be. So uh, business owners in general and uh, directors, uh, I mean, this is a human trait, but people will not do the work that will help them tomorrow because they're so busy doing the thing that they need to do today, right? That's right. And uh, I've said it many times in the podcast, right? Working on the business against working in the business. Yes. Um, if you haven't heard that a hundred times from various people before, um, and you need to know what that means, um, just Google it <laughs> mm -hmm. or get um, the book um, by Michael Gerber, the book is. The E-Myth Revisited. And you will be educated immeasurably to put that right. Yeah. You know, I want to ask you, Will, okay, with, um, when it comes to small business marketing, if there was one tool you wouldn't do without, in order to make uh, your marketing successful, what would you say that is? Uh, it's HubSpot. Yeah, so or something like it. Yes, or yes. Uh, you know, uh, there are many uh, products like HubSpot. None, in my view, as good. But yeah, yeah. you know, we're a we're a HubSpot agency. You would say that. Yeah. Uh, but we've been working with the tool for nine years now, yeah. and. Um, uh, well, so every that, year we do investigate, don't we, Will? Uh, yeah, always looking All at new the, the new platforms. Uh, you know, uh, you know, we're no different to anyone else. If we could get a better deal or uh, get better results working with something else, we want to know about it, yeah, not just for ourselves, yeah. but for our clients. And uh, so we, we we always keep a, a close eye on new new tools that are available, what's coming out. Yeah, but so, um, so I think it's important to let people know that, Will, because we're not. We're not just talking because we're a HubSpot partner. Um, from a buyer's perspective, we do look what the market has to offer. Absolutely. With an open mind. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and yeah, everything everything that we do with clients, uh, we test out for ourselves first. And we run with for ourselves. Once we find it working, we roll it out with, with, uh, with our clients. 
and uh, HubSpot is no different there. But yeah, so the reason I say HubSpot, because there's, I mean, I love Google Analytics, uh, I yeah, love LinkedIn. Yeah, you're a geek. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you don't have to be a geek to uh, understand this stuff. Yeah, um, there are lots of great tools, but yes, um, with HubSpot is a platform that you can run all of your digital marketing, manage your website, manage your content, manage your database, and uh, keep a track of the sales process, keep sales, customer service, and marketing all aligned in one place. Uh, so it, it's a kind of single tool that can manage the, how you generate revenue as a business. So, so most business owners will, you, you say that, but most business owners don't measure. No. Um, they don't look at their key performance indicators. Mm -hmm. They they don't understand even even the simplest of Google measurements. Now in the they don't and um, in our early days as a business coaching company because uh, I'm sure we've told you about this listeners but but we started out as a business coaching company. Um, we would go in in the early noughties to a so pre pre social media days. Yeah, yeah. And um, we would say, all right, how much do you invest in advertising and marketing? And they'd say, oh, £60,000 a year. Yeah, great, what's the breakdown? Right, we spend £40,000 in the yellow pages and we spend £10,000 in local newspapers and whatever you go. Okay, great. Right, so how much do you get from each of those? And... Be 99 times out of 100. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Be silence. What? Absolute silence. I'm supposed to know that? <laughs> <laughs> Um, <clears throat> they never knew what the return on investment was, yet they'd be spending thousands on yellow pages and the such like. Now, today we have Google Analytics, we have CRM systems, we have all kinds of ways of tracking and recording what inquiries we get from our marketing and how many of those then convert. But still, if you went to 100 businesses, <laughs> which we, we do, we're asking people all the time, um, uh, we probably ask this question of five or ten businesses every single week. How many inquiries do you get from your different marketing channels? And they don't know. They can't answer. They don't have it recorded. Don't have it measured. Just that one skill of measuring, understanding what to measure and what to do with the results that you find, will immeasurably move any business owner and their business forward. Mm -hmm. Just understanding that. And the reason why I ask you about uh, tools or what it is, Will, is because I, 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 um, I know you well and I know you would choose HubSpot. And um, or the thing about HubSpot, though, that I like is you're a geek. Right. And yeah. I'm not a geek. But it's so simple to understand the information, but you, you don't have to be a geek to understand that, the information that you need to take the business forward. Mm -hmm. And I would, and that is the biggest reason why business owners fail to consistently, year after year, get a good investment return on their marketing because they don't know the numbers and they don't understand the numbers, so they're relying on the people and that's where it falls down. But yeah. if you know your own numbers, 
you will know what to invest in and what not to invest in. Yes. And you'll know when you'll get the return against when you won't get a return. Yeah. And that is the key to marketing, knowing what to invest in. Mm-hmm. And that can change over time. As we can see, you mentioned yellow pages. Yes. Who invests in that now? Nobody. But think how long it took for the pages to die for business owners to understand that that's not going to be the best vehicle for them moving forward from mm-hmm. an advertising perspective. But now it's digital. Mm-hmm. It's knowing your digital. More than anything, it's knowing your digital numbers. But even if you're doing word of mouth, it's knowing how much, how much business you can predict going to come from referrals, etc. On a year but on year basis, and that's how you avoid the peaks and troughs mm-hmm. where you don't where you have high moments and low moments. Yeah, that's how you know they're going to come, and you then know right. Okay, let's invest in the right marketing. So when one of our channels is stop delivering us leads, we still got other levers that we can call on to have leads come from elsewhere. Yeah, that is the real power understand marketing, having more than one area where you're going to get leads from. Yeah. And one of the big challenges with leads that most business owners aren't even aware of is that their website doesn't convert well. Yeah. So this morning I was with a, uh, keep it vague, it was a technology company. Yeah. yeah. And um, they did not know what their website was doing for them. We worked it out, it's probably producing like a quarter of a million pounds a year in revenue, wow. Wow. but it wasn't being tracked and measured. And they had no idea how many people were pointing to the website. They had Google Analytics, just never looked at it. So we looked at Google Analytics, we looked at how many people were visiting their website, and then we compared that with how many inquiries they actually get. And their website conversion rate was well under 1%. Wow. A nice website, it's professionally done. They've got in-house WordPress developers working at it all the time. Less than one percent conversion. So every hundred people visiting that website, ninety-nine of them plus were leaving without getting in touch or doing anything. Just knowing that alone is power to them. Mm-hmm. And that's common. That's common. That's that's pretty typical for most uh, most you know small business websites because they treat their websites like a brochure, mm. like, you know, here's a, here's a page about us, here's a list of our services, here's our contact us. Yeah, it's one of my bugbears, man, because um, I hate to admit it, but I've been around for quite a while. When, and when websites was first introduced to business owners, they um, said that this will revolutionise sales. Um, you just need a website and the sales will come. Just get a website on. Mm. And that is not the case. It's always been the case that when you have a website, that's just the starting point. The next point is getting the traffic and the right amount of traffic mm-hmm. to come to the website. How I see, I want to give this analogy. Um, if you're a retailer, what you want is your premises in the best possible location yep. that your money can buy. Yep. That's what you want. And why do you want that? So everybody can see you. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows you there. So that when it's time for them to need your product or service, they know exactly where to go. Yep. 
that is the same as a website. Where, where the similarities are is, if people can see your website, it's going to succeed. The simplest thing to explain to business owners is that if you're, there's enough traffic for any website out there at complete abundance, but if you're not doing the activities that get it seen, that's when it fails. Not websites don't work, mm -hmm. you fail to do the activities that gets your website working. Yes. It's not a case of just putting it up and leaving it. You have to put some effort into it. Yes, yes. Yeah, and um, if you're not measuring things, so um, I had a conversation with a client last week, and in a six-month period, their organic traffic had grown by about 20%. Um, and if you don't measure it, you don't see that kind of change because it's quite small in in real terms, you know, in real numbers. You don't feel a sudden difference in your business because no. your organic traffic has grown by 20%. Yeah. But if you continue growing at that rate... Year on year. I, if, you, if you know anything about... Um, preparing for financial retirement, mm. yeah, yeah. you'll understand the power of compounding. That's right. And with marketing, you get compounding. You grow 20% consistently, a couple of years at that rate every six months, Yeah, your website track's going to be enormous. Yeah. And that's where the investment comes in. That's where forward planning comes in. As a business owner, what you don't just think about today, you want to get your business into a, to a point where you can think about and plan the next year, the year after, and the year after that. Mm -hmm. That's the point of marketing. You start it now, and it will predictably take care of the future. Yes. A future predictable system. By the way, of my Apple Watch didn't uh, sound. If anyone's wondering, I'll just put it on silent now. Okay, it's actually important. important. Yeah, oh, I think, very important. Or was that an intervention, divine <laughs> intervention, to make sure they got it? So let's before, talk you, before you do that, Will, just one last point on that. Because I want to talk about um, the fact that you've got the website, you've just risen, you've just grown the traffic by 20%. The most common thing that that will do is get the phone to ring. Mm -hmm. Well, how many times do we ring our clients? Yeah. And the phone just rings and rings mm -hmm. and rings. If you was a potential customer of that business. Now, would you ring them back? Yeah, I wouldn't. My biggest tip to anyone listening is make sure your phone gets answered. And I'm going to give you a test here. Anyone can ring JBR within eight rings, that phone always gets answered. Mm -hmm. And that's the kind of thing that doesn't get prioritised in a lot of business or is assumed that it will just happen. Um, and we usually set up call tracking so that we can monitor inbound phone calls and we see how many calls get missed that are not answered or when there is some kind of uh, phone menu system that leaves people you know, having to wait about two minutes before they can actually speak to people and see how many inquiries just drop out because they can't they don't want to wait until they're actually finally put through to somebody. Absolutely. So, yes. Yeah, Proper so, follow-up, Will. Not yeah. just... And then, and then once the phone's answered, yeah. there's a skill to taking that inquiry and converting it. It's not just the case, well, if they're interested, they'll buy. 
there is a skill to take an inquiry as well. And quite often it's whoever's passing, whoever's nearest the phone, and they're not often the best salespeople. No, they're not. But um, all they need to do is have the capability of taking down the details effectively and passing it on to the right yeah, person. Yeah, That's consistent. all you need. This last few moments when we've talked about um, in a smaller part, part of follow-up and getting your phone answered, if you're listening to this, ring your own business and test it. Absolutely. Not just one day, do it over a couple of weeks and see what happens. Yep. Or get somebody else to do it. Set up call recording. Listen back to how well yeah. the team handle the inbound inquiries. It's costing you money, no doubt. In a lot of businesses, you you can you will generate more uh, business if you simply answer your phone more effectively. Yeah, very much so. So that one tip, I think, is going to make somebody and uh, some extra revenue that's listening to this podcast now. Absolutely. Now, next problem. Go on, Mark. You get your lead. You get your this. inquiry. Yeah. You put them on your CRM system. Yeah, yeah. And nothing yeah. happens after that. Yeah. <laughs> why? 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 So. All that money is CRM costs. I, uh, we ask we ask two two questions all the time. Which CRM system do you use? Yep. So I think about fifty percent of the time, business owners have a CRM system. Yeah. Fifty percent of the time, it's scraps of paper or Excel. Or, or Excel. Or or In it's just uh, my my email <laughs> inbox, my Outlook address book. No wonder uh, they're too busy. And then so so. Next, next challenge. We've got an inquiry. We've generated leads from the websites. Mm. Uh, they go into some kind of CRM system, yeah. and then nothing happens after that. For those that haven't got CRM, well, I think you should say what CRM stands for and what it does. Um, CRM stands for Customer Relationship Management. It's a type of software, a category of software that basically allows you to keep a database of all your contacts, customers, uh, suppliers, partners, etc., and keep a record of your communication, what happened, quotes you've sent them, etc., in one place, so you can manage the relationships with your customers and contacts. And uh, in JDR, when we're talking to business owners, we'll ask two questions uh, pretty much every time. One is, um, what CRM system do you use at the moment? About half the people we ask that question to say, we don't have a CRM system. We just use scraps of paper or uh, Outlook address book That's or right. Excel. Yeah. Um, Will smiles because he can't believe in 2022. If you're a business owner still looking uh, at Excel, you really need to look at well, just, uh, CRM uh, just, options because you're wasting so much time. Sorry, just, just get the free HubSpot CRM. Yeah, that's right. Um, yeah. <clears throat> uh, now, the, the, the other half say some form of CRM system. Uh, HubSpot, Salesforce, Zoho, whatever it might be. And then we'll ask question number two, which is how do you use that CRM system? And the majority of people, when we ask that, will say it's basically an address book. Yeah, that's right. So you can look up and get contact details if you want to send them an email, but they don't actually use it to uh, track and measure their sales process, to uh, track sales activity against marketing activity, so you know which sales have come from which marketing channels and you know what's producing return on investment. There's no use of automation. Um, there is ineffective uh, tracking of all the quotes 
And, which leads us on to our next point, there's really poor follow-up systems. Because in, uh, I don't know what the percentages are, but I'm going to guess and make up some statistics here. Uh, but I think that probably about 30 to 40% of all sales will happen after several follow-ups, one or more follow-ups. There's only a small percentage of people that if you send them a quote, they're going to order straight away. Or if you give them a price or you do a, a product demonstration or whatever it is, they're just going to say yes off yeah. their own back. Yeah. The people that, 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 a lot of people will just not give you an answer. I want to think about it. I want to talk about it with other people. Um, you know, won't be ready yet. Certain things will have to happen first. Need to bring other people into the process, whatever it might be. And the sale is then made in the follow-up and um, comes back to the CRM and the organization and sales systems. But a lot of businesses are poor at follow-up. Yeah. How many times, to anyone listening, have you eventually got in touch with someone and they've said these words? Um Oh, thanks for calling. I hadn't heard from you, so I went with such and such. Yeah. Yeah? Um, and those words should, should make you have sleepless nights. Mm-hmm. Um, if only I had given them a call earlier, immediately yeah. comes to mind. Yeah. So it does hurt when you lose business, but when you lose business because you don't understand or you don't utilise a good follow-up system, that doesn't mean you have to hand them on the phone. Mm. You used the word automation earlier. You can automate this. And if you want to know more about automation, there's a page on our website that talks about it. We're not going to go into detail here. Maybe we'll do a podcast on that yes. uh, later on. But it's it's so effective to win sales. And it comes off the back of probably the marketing you're already doing. Mm. You don't even have to do additional marketing to mm. have increased sales if you just have an effective CRM that you can follow up with well, which wins you business. Yeah. So I think, Will, that what we should, um, as we come towards the end of this, what we're hoping that you get from this, you don't get confused about marketing. Mm-hmm. You don't see marketing of any form because there's different forms of marketing, which we're not going to go into go into now. For example, there's PR marketing. Yeah. Yeah. So we're not going to go into press releases as part of PR, another form of marketing. All this type of marketing, that's marketing's a big subject area. So just mm-hmm. saying marketing um, doesn't mean that every element of marketing applies to you. But what we want you to get is you should pay as much attention to how you're being, um, your product or service is getting awareness in the marketplace. You want to make sure you make the time that you've got an effective system that when you've got somebody who's now aware of your company, they've got no reason not to buy from your company. Mm-hmm. And that don't treat it as an expense. It's an absolute investment if you go about it in the right way yeah. so that you know when you're going to get a return because it's not always immediate. And please make sure you have a good follow-up sales system to convert your marketing leads. Yeah. Yeah, we, we usually say to people, you need a you need a clear strategy to be clear what you're trying to achieve, who you're targeting, how you're going to do it. You need a good system, like 
CRM, we've talked about HubSpot, a way mm. of measuring and tracking and web necessary automating and processes for follow-up and, and so on. And then you, you need to be able to just implement the uh, deliver on the activities, whether that's yourself or through agencies like ourselves, um, so that it's done consistently. And all you've got to do then is give it time. And bit by bit, that compounding, those little improvements that get made will just build up and up and up over time. And, you know, instead of being in this world where you're putting money in the, in the jukebox, not the jukebox, uh, yeah, that's, yeah. that's yeah, a different yeah. thing, in, yeah, the, yeah. Uh, uh, in the fruit machine, fruit machine. Uh, try, <laughs> trying to score the jackpot, yeah. what you're now doing is building something yeah. over a period of time yeah. that puts your business in good stead for years and years to come. Builds the value of the company, uh, is reliable, is consistent, is measurable, um, and yeah, play the long game. Yeah, absolutely well. And um, I, so, remember what I said at the uh, beginning of the podcast. If you've got all of these ticked, well done. Well done. Please contact us. Want to know? Yeah, about absolutely. It. Like to check the website absolutely. out. Have a look. And if you haven't got all of these ticked, please comment or better still get in touch uh, because we want to know about that as well. Yeah. So on that note, Will. Thank you very much for listening. I hope we haven't depressed you with all these problems, but hopefully you've got some solutions to them along the way. Absolutely. And um, for more help with it, visit our website. You'll see we've got lots of ways of helping with these challenges. Uh, and uh, yes thank you again for listening thanks for your time Dave enjoyed this conversation yeah me too Will and see you next time bye for now